today is Justin's birthday. I wanted to ask him some fun, get to know you type questions to him because he's a freaking awesome guy and puts a lot of work into this thing. And I don't know, just thought it'd be cool to do some uh, some reflecting on God's faithfulness and his life and stuff. But I don't know, it sounds kind of that sounds kind of intense. It's it's really just we're going to be talking about like uh, just life. And some theology stuff is going to come out um, because that's what happens when you're a Christian is God does stuff in your life and you kind of think about it. You look at it through a biblical lens and you're like, well, that's crazy. So um, to me, I, I think that's how it fits in with the topic talk sort of thing. So, um, yeah, that's the that's kind of the approach. I mean, if you have questions, like definitely type them in there. Um do you have any hilarious, um, you know, comments on what on what's going on with Justin? Then uh, drop them in there as well. So, uh, Justin, happy birthday! Thank you. You are officially twenty years old. Yes, that is true. So, does that mean you were born in the year two thousand? It does. June twenty third. 2000 that's hilarious it's so that's so weird to me like i always think that you're like t- my age which is 24 uh age you're old i know i know i'm too old but um okay yeah so you're born in 2000 what is we're gonna okay so the format of tonight we're gonna start with pretty you know Pony boy questions for a little bit there, and then hopefully by the end we'll we'll ramp it up and have some good uh, cooking with grease, fire type questions. No based questions. Um, These are all based questions. Okay, does that classify you as a zoomer? Of course. That's what, uh, Shakespeare please. Okay, so you're a zoomer. What what makes zoomers zoomers in your opinion? Uh, uh, see, I like, I like to classify Zoomers as like, uh, boomer Gen Z. So like based, (laughs) like conservative Christians, Gen Z, they, they're like Zoomers, but it like, it went too far and like the, the normies started getting a hang of the term. And so they call themselves Zoomers as well. So I like the original definition, but you know, Zoomer is like anyone under the age of twenty-five, pretty much. The original one where it was like young people who act like boomers. Yeah, Gen Z boomers. That's, I prefer that that's, definition. That's so like ancient history. But the way people talk about it nowadays is like you said, like anyone under twenty-five. Does that make me a Zoomer? Yeah, I would classify you as a Zoomer. I'm like, 1996 is like right on the edge. And so I feel like I'm contested. Yeah, I think, um, I think it's like 19, birth date of like 1995 and above is going to be classified as Zoomer. Because I think there's a clear difference between like you and like Josh. I, I would know. say so. Yeah. <laughs> as well. There's just some like just disconnects that happen with Josh that doesn't that wouldn't happen with like say me, you and Bradley, just because he's he's older and the memes yeah. have gotten weirder. 
That's true. Dude. Bradley's memes get out of hand. To be quite frank. Um, yeah, that's funny. Josh is pretty... I feel, I feel that distinction you're talking about. It's just the dark humor, the zoomer humor. Zoomer what, humor. um, what is zoomer humor? Like, uh, is that a thing? Yes, but zoomer humor, it's randomly generated. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's stuff that just doesn't make sense at a certain point. I've always, I've always thought of it as like a circle of like memes of like it started with like like clever funny memes and like you keep going like up the circle like say at the bottom of the circle is just like absolute degeneracy or like it just makes zero sense and you go up the circle and like it keeps on going good but once you reach a certain point you're back to essentially the same point of where you started of just making absolutely zero sense of the memes (laughs) And that's where a lot of the Zoomers have gotten to. And I think that's what classifies Zoomer humor of, like, just nothing makes sense anymore. Everything is pointless. Yes. Existential memes that are randomly (laughs) generated. Uh, Do you feel like Zoomers think that the world is pointless or everything's pointless in general? Um, and that comes out of the humor, or is it more like things are so pointless? It's funny to joke about how pointless things are, I think, and there's no point. I think more so the second option. Okay. I, I don't know the the Gen Zs just they're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is this lion meme? What is this? I don't know. Let me let me pull up a, a good example of what I mean. Oh no, where is it? Uh, Open copy image. I'm only going to have it in here for a second, so you better be ready. Alright, pay attention to Bible study discussion. (laughs) Like this, (laughs) where you just, you don't even know how this came about. Insta ban. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh but so go ahead existentialism I don't know that like I feel like they're I feel like Gen Z is more existential but they just have a better way to distract themselves than millennials and they just do it with memes and political ideologies from an early age <laughs> What do you like? What do millennials do? That's so different. Uh, uh, I don't know. Millennials just like kind of sit there a lot of the times and just like say stuff. Where I feel like Gen Z has some cojones and will actually I, like do something about stuff. I kind of feel the same way. Like uh, a bunch of my friends are millennials, part of that generation i guess i don't really know what the big difference is between millennials and zoomers in terms of the causes but maybe it's like growing up growing up with internet or something and all my millennial friends are like i just want to follow my dreams and just like protect the environment um 
and I don't know. I, I feel like none of my Zoomer friends are like that. They don't they don't follow their dreams because they have no dreams. <laughs> <laughs> there is only anguish. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what causes that though. I don't know. I think the internet has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Where it's just mad, like just having such access to all the information that you could possibly ever want. And then yeah. like what do you do after that? After you just yeah. have everything at your fingertips basically. Yeah. The humor is so dark. I don't understand it. Maybe it's like politics too. Cause like, I don't know. Politics are pretty crazy for Zoomers growing up, whereas for millennials, maybe they like, maybe things were more stable for them back in the day. Yeah. Zoomers with politics are weird because they, they're like, they're more divided by it. But like, I feel like more of them actually have a justification for what they believe. Like, if you ask them what they believed and why in a political sense, they can give you an explanation and not just well some are like well it's just like my feelings or whatever but it's like they'll actually say something that isn't just the dumbest thing that you've ever heard might still be dumb (laughs) but like it's not like just incoherent and like how and you just wonder how this person has made it in life so far yeah yeah So this is supposed to be about you, and we just talked about Zoomers for a long time. What do you want to be when you grow up? What's uh, the deal? What are you doing with your life? I eventually want to be a pastor. Dope. Yeah. What is that? What is a pastor? Like? No, no, no. What does that look like? <laughs> In terms of actuating the goal or the reality of what being a pastor would be like? Either way. So both in terms of what that would look like so i guess the plan well the plan is to currently go to and finish out a four-year degree and have an undergrad that doesn't necessarily have to be related to pastoral ministries but uh, something that will be able to support me in going to seminary and probably be bivocational for a bit because, like, seminary, I don't know if a lot of you know this, it's just, like, you just need a four-year degree, pretty much, and they'll let you, not let you in, but you, like, need a four-year degree. It doesn't matter what the degree is, you need to have an undergrad to go to seminary, because it's in, considered, like, a graduate degree, um, and, like, or pretty much all, all the good ones will say you need a four-year degree to go here. <clears throat> so doing that, and then uh, getting, going to a seminary, and then... Uh, eventually becoming a pastor at a church. I I don't know how practically to look for a job as a pastor, but eventually that happening. And then the practical realities of being a pastor. I don't know. I think it'll just be an epic gamer moment. How how long have you wanted to be a pastor? Like your whole life? Um, I'd say ever since like 10th grade but only really verbally affirming and not just like thinking about 
like about like I guess a year or two ago. Sounds about right. Year or two ago. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Why a pastor and not like and be a lawyer and follow God? Um, the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, vanity of vanities, everything else just seems worthless. <laughs> and uh, I would rather shepherd the flock than argue law. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, it, it makes sense, though. Uh, shepherd the flock. Ye. Flock uh, of geese. One up, <laughs> one up, jump man. What you got? Besides flicking toes, um, what you got? Hello. This is based. Based. Based on what? <laughs> man, the meme is so dumb. Dude, he turned himself into a pickle. How now, do you not get this? That's an old meme. I... Uh, yeah. Um, so you want to be a pastor one day? Uh, that means... I mean, honestly, the way things are going, unless they all kill themselves, you're going to be the pastor of some Zoomers, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like... Have you thought about that? Like, why? What? What is it about Zoomers that makes them need the gospel different, differently than other people, other gen- like previous generations? Um, I think each generation definitely has a, a particular need for the gospel. Um, Zoomers, uh, you you kind of have to particularly fight against their existentialism and like Mm. preconceived ideologies because i think that zoomers they're pretty divided especially when it comes to stuff like politics or stuff like that and Mm -hmm. there are a lot of they're really hands-offy with religion and they're very notoriously difficult to teach like the the modern or the the teaching structure that we have in most public schools is just like pretty much failing for zoomers because they yeah. just don't want to sit around all day and uh, I feel like they're like stubborn yeah they're they're very stubborn and they like they want to challenge you on a lot of stuff because they have so yeah. much information at their disposal they have the means so to do so properly they're like uncooperative yeah to a certain degree i would say so and so how does the gospel address that? Because it doesn't just say like, well, just, you know, cooperate. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, well, how does it address that in them coming to Christ or the practicalness of following Christ as a Zoomer? All of it. All of, all it. of it. Coming to Christ? Uh, uh, I don't really care in a sense of... I'm going to preach the gospel. If they deny it, then and like refuse to so-called cooperate, obviously I'm going to present it to them in the best methods mm-hmm. as possible. But it's like 
look, man, there's not much I can really do if you are like, like if you're vehemently like rejecting the Bible, then yeah. the gospel is just falling upon deaf ears. Um, in terms of a, a practical reality of becoming a Christian, I think just the humbleness of Christ is something that needs to be learned by not only Zoomers, a lot of people. I think it's different types of humility that needs to be learned of like, you know, old people, like you should be like nicer to your kids and stuff like that. And you shouldn't like be very prideful, but young people like listen to the old people. <laughs> you don't need to make a fuss and you don't need to be brashful and like, what was it? Uh, it was in Second Timothy, like three, that kind of outlines all the stuff that Paul was telling to Timothy. Like, probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> or it's yep. like, don't be, don't be like, uh, what was the word? Don't be like argumentative and like stuff like that. There's more to it than okay. that, but yeah, yeah. You feel like. So with all that stuff, it's like Zoomers are kind of anti-authority, authority, <laughs> and the Bible basically says like, well, I mean, the, the, in a way they might have a point, like, you know, authority is not perfect or anything like that. And so what that means is you can either like destroy the whole idea of authority and be just just keep on being an existentialist about it or you can realize like god calls you on god god calls you to be under his authority and member of his kingdom and under his priesthood and stuff so it seems like the the way that the gospel can address that is like i mean hey you know we live in a fallen world no one said it you know god never promised a a uh you know, a, a perfectly safe and uh, perfectly successful authority structure in this world um, on this side of the fall. So, you know, let's let's straighten out those expectations and, uh, you know, follow the one perfect authority, which is God and his worldview. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like all that stuff. I mean, I want to be a pastor too. And I think that's just like good stuff to think through. Such a copycat. Dude, I was. So is your toothbrush like only blue or is it's there like, like blue and white, white stripes? It's yeah. like, I just think of a random like Colgate toothbrush that you'd find at a, like a dentist. And that's that's pretty much it. Stars, man. Uh, is it like uh, like more curvy or more straight or kind of in the middle? Uh, it's kind of in the middle, I guess. Would you recommend that? It's whatever. Your <laughs> your current toothbrush is probably just fine. How does the gospel address my current toothbrush? Um, that's dope. Good times. 
So why bivocational ministry? What goes into that? Uh, well, one, it's, uh, it's easier to like go through seminary when you have like a consistent means of income and like I could actually like have a wife and stuff like that while yeah. still going to seminary and not just like being like oh man I can barely make ends meet no I, I want to provide for a household it's just kind of a means to an end and it's not necessarily the end mean if that makes yeah. any sense of uh, if if the opportunity to solely pastor as opposed to uh, being bivocational was offered, I'd, I'd probably take it. So like the big picture goal then is like not necessarily bivocational. You're just like, I'm going to hustle and kind of do what it takes. Yeah. But if uh, yeah. I am also content with bivocational stuff, it's not like I will be angry if I could, if like being not bivocational wasn't an option. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. I think it's a good attitude to have. Um, especially the way things are going right now in the world. Uh, might be tough to just be a pastor pretty soon here. <laughs> yeah. They might come for you to steal you. Um... Your parents are like, were you baptized as a baby? Have you always been a Christian? No, I was not baptized as a baby. My. Uh... Well, no one is really. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't sprinkled as a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I. Uh, my. I didn't really become a Christian until eighth grade. My family, up until then, where we're CEOs, Christmas and Easter onlyists, oh. and even if that, like, it was a, it was a very rare occasion to go to church. Um, but that that kind of changed up later. Um, but yeah, I, uh, middle school time is when you became a Christian in middle school. Yeah, eighth grade is middle school, so yeah. I like. Summer camp or church? Church. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess I, I could just give you my testimony right now. It doesn't take too long. <laughs> sure. Okay. So my family, uh, so I have two older brothers. They both have Asperger's as well as a myriad of other mental illnesses. And they were very, um, you know, a, a they were very argumentative and very unruly as children. That's a common thing with Asperger's is like constantly denying authority. And my dad's like a military guy. And so denying authority is a, is a big no, no with him. But that led to a lot of unrest in the household and a lot of like arguing, fighting pretty much every night because of like their mental state they eventually got kicked out of public school and started going to a private school uh this private school was attached to a church um we started uh, going to that church uh for whatever reason i think one of my older brothers begged my mom who at 
this point was now divorced from my dad because of all the like the mental or the arguing and all that stuff and they uh you know a myriad of other issues it's never just one um so we started going to uh that church um I don't know. I was for the longest time because this was this started in about sixth grade. Uh, I was there in body, but not in mind of I really didn't care. I really didn't want to be there. Uh, Like I I was at that point, a very I had a very nihilistic outlook on life of like nothing mattered and I don't care. And like there's no point in living essentially. Yeah, because I'm a zoomer. But that was kind of like my outlook in like fifth grade, pretty much, just because mm-hmm. of uh, what was happening at home. And uh, eventually, uh, I'd say around seventh grade is when I finally started opening up to uh, I- at least accepting like knowledge into my heart rather than just like completely ignoring stuff and like making more friends and stuff like that. And it was kind of like building up, like kindling for a fire, um, just gathering knowledge, the little sticks and stuff like that. And yes. uh, one time in eighth grade during a church service, uh, my pastor preached over. I want to say it's a, uh, it's like it was like Luke fourteen or something like that. Luke twelve. Uh, it's a passage in Luke that essentially says like, pick up your cross and follow me. And it was kind of like my heart was then just on fire for the Lord wanting to glorify him and love him. I can't explain why, but uh, that's just what kind of happened. There was no there's no uh, intellectual shift in my mind. It was a like a burning desire for God and to glorify him. And then yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, pretty much the my testimony in short abridged version. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, about your brothers and everything. Um, you feel like that's kind of affected how you like. How do you think that's affected how you go through life? Um, because it's probably hard, right? Yeah, I, I would say the past isn't as much of an issue for me as the present. Because they they claimed to be Christians for a bit, but uh, are now both like agnostic, very liberal, homosexual, uh, all, all that stuff. Of they've just fallen prey to uh, the leftist culture, essentially, um, and that's more disheartening than anything. It doesn't necessarily change my day to day life. They are they're out of the house, uh, and it it changes my day to day life and praying for them. Um, but in terms of uh, the psychological implications of the past, I I don't know. I, I'm not sure to what degree <laughs> it affects me. If anything, it's on like a subconscious level that I do not have directly in front of me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, I feel like it's probably made you more compassionate and stuff like that. 
um, than if you would have just grown up like only with an Xbox in front of you. That's true. I do think it has desensitized me to a lot of arguing and a lot of like yelling. Yeah. Where it's like it doesn't really make me like if someone's like yelling at me, I'm not like about to cry or something like that. I'm very, I'm very passive and just like okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. Could you like lower your voice? I mean, there's just no need to do that. There's no yeah. need for so, all of that. So like not responding all that strongly to that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's epic. Do you, <laughs> what's your favorite? Uh, this this is gonna. This is not that deep. What's your favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie is uh the Joker, the new one. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's, 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 is that one part of Gen Z that you can't touch? Is that the Joker not, movie? I, I okay. So, as a uh, transgenerationalist, that's both generation. I'm generation fluid because I'm millennial and Zoomer. That's the one. That's like a Zoomer thing. I don't get like <laughs> the Joker thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Joker's such a good movie, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know what's his name? Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. He's freaking good. Yeah, Joker movie. Uh I don't know. You know? Maybe I'll uh maybe I'll get it one day. Why oh someone's asking me. Yeah, what's what your favorite, favorite movie? movie? Dude, I don't even know. My favorite movie, um I really like uh I'll give you my three favorite movies and I think it'll probably kind of paint the picture i really like inception which is a small indie film <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably never heard of it you probably never heard of it it's pretty small production and didn't have any big name actors or anything in it uh i liked the book of eli i thought that was pretty cool you know just denzel running around like california uh you know 30 years after the the socialist take over America um, and destroy the environment. And I like the big short as well, which is about the financial crisis in 2008. And uh, obviously my favorite movie out of all those three or above all those three is the Sonic movie. Um, I wish they would have left his eyes <laughs> <laughs> like they were because that would have been so way. funny that would have been just so <laughs> disgusting what's cats the... get out of here larry boy get out what's the movie where he goes what's in the box come on <laughs> what's in the box i don't know it's something like that dude that movie is good i can't think of the name yeah me either it's a classic like two cops in like downtown brooklyn in 1986 and like one of their wives gets murdered and like head shipped in a box. Of course. It's all a psychology game. Okay. Larry says his favorite movie is Forrest Gump. It's kind of funny. My so my wife doesn't believe that I've seen Forrest Gump. Like 
She's like, no, you haven't seen it. And so I'm like, no, like, you know, he sits on the bench and talks about stuff. And I'll reference it all the time. And she'll be like, you haven't seen that. (laughs) It's the the funniest thing. I have a confession to make. I I have never actually seen Forrest Gump. No! I'm sorry. Um, I I feel like... I feel like he had to be there, and I watched it, and I was like, okay, this is like, this is fine. I think it wouldn't have the same effect if I watched it today as opposed to if I watched it as a kid. I have been to, like, the bench that he sits on in Savannah, and I've also been to the Gay Fish Company over in, like, South Carolina. So you've been to all the places. Yeah, I've been to the places, but that was just by happenstance. I didn't actively seek them out. Does that mean you're Forrest Gump? Yes, I didn't want to admit this till the end, but yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, you really just kind of ruined my whole big reveal. It's, un- it's yeah. unfortunate. What did you say your favorite movie was? Joker. Why is it? Why is Joker your favorite? Just because it's cool. It's. Uh, I think it's nihilistic. No, it's not that. It's edgy. I, I, it's well, it's edgy, but it also like shows so i really like batman and stuff like that that's something that i did grow up on and the joker is just like such an interesting villain yeah i can i just relate so well to him and like we're just the same <laughs> and like him Get falling crap out of here yeah all that trash millennial stuff but Ooh. the joker has like his descent into madness in that movie is very like convincing and very well like portrayed and like just the chaos that happens in some of it and like some of like the dark humor that's in it uh like i watched that movie with bradley in the theaters (laughs) and like we were laughing at like pretty much all the dark jokes but like nobody else in the theater was laughing and uh we were just questioning if we were just like that messed up in the head um where I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for laughing, but it's it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yeah, Bradley's humor is pretty dark. So, and you got to remember, my my humor is usually on par with Bradley's humor. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's pretty awful. Um. That makes sense. Who left? How dare you? Better come back. You better come on back here, boy. <clears throat> you like shows? Uh, kind of, but also not really. It depends. All right, no. I watch anime. <laughs> uh, those, okay. those Japanese That's cartoons. Thing. That's another Zoomer thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh-huh. I don't think yeah. millennials will uh, other than like Dragon Ball Z, like ju- like millennials are the type to have like watched Dragon Ball Z and like Naruto as like a kid, teenager and then like never had the desire to pick it up again. Zoomers are like the ones who watched it as like a young kid but then like still have the desire to watch it in their like teenager to college years. Yeah. Cuz like I-, I remember seeing Naruto as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I never watched Naruto. 
I definitely watched a ton of Dragon Ball Z. Um, like, all of them. And then GT came out, and it sucks so bad that I haven't watched Dragon Ball since. So. <laughs> Dude, I, I've seen, like, three scenes from Dragon Ball, and I think they're all from, like, the Cell arc or whatever it's called. The Cell arc is pretty good. I mean, he's, like, he's a good bad guy. Um... <laughs> This rare, like this isn't even my final form. He just molts into like something disgusting. I'm just, I just remember being physically repulsed. I'm just like, what is this? Please turn it off. Yeah, I remember what's his name, Piccolo, got his arm blown off one time. He grew it back. He just grew it right back. Boop. So, all of you uh, Dragon Ball people are gonna have to shun me. Do you want to know okay, my so, favorite anime? So, yeah, what's your favorite anime? Bleach? Uh, no. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, I'll give, for now, I'll give, like, top three, because there's a lot of good ones. Oh, number one is obviously VeggieTales. Number <laughs> one, number two is Cowboy Bebop. Uh, number three is Samurai Champloo. And number four is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Those are all great ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't have a favorite anime because I don't have time for TV. You don't. I I feel like you kind of have to put Dragon Ball as your favorite anime. Yeah. I like Dragon Ball. Um, like Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball freaking GT. That's not. I'm pretty sure it's been canon. I'm pretty sure they removed it. I, I, I don't know what happened to it. Cowboy Bebop is good. My Hero Academia used to be good. It's yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan anymore. I when I was a kid, I really liked Yu Yu Hakusho, which was like a Dude. 80s and 90s anime. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho. I've seen. I haven't seen Yu Yu Hakusho. I've seen the essentially the creators like better revision of it, which is Hunter Hunter, and yeah. Hunter Hunter is right behind Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is is a very good show. Is yeah. top tier. I yeah. Sometimes the spirit world stuff is like creepy though. I don't know. So how do you feel about me. Bleach? That's like all spirit world. Yeah, exactly. Bleach gave me nightmares. No, I've never actually seen Bleach. But I have I not know. seen Trigun. Is Trigun like oh, an boy. like an old show? Because late nineties. I feel like I've seen Trigun. Did that used to come on uh, like Toonami or something like that? Probably. I feel like Probably. Trigun, Bebop, Shampoo, Naruto, yeah. Dragon Ball. They all used to come on to Tsunami. I know Tsunami for sure. at some point. Oh no no no! This. This is my favorite anime by far, Samurai Jack. That's that's a good answer. Samurai Jack <laughs> do be hidden. You do. So, I haven't it was a it was adults one. Got it. I never watched the like encore final season and uh, I heard that's how you get saved if you're not a Christian already. <laughs> that's just that good. I've just seen random clips of him like 
akimboing like machine guns and just <laughs> shooting them i'm just like i don't remember this yeah. happening <laughs> yeah they were sitting like uh a really like him and also like samurai jack and was like yeah they made it like edgier they took it further i was like oh my gosh how how do you even do that with samurai jack it's a kid's show but they're like cussing and stuff i don't know that's fun What's your least favorite anime? Uh, that I've seen? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, technically... Pokemon? No, do, have I had to have seen the whole thing, or is turning it no. off after one episode good enough? I feel like that's good enough. Okay. Isekai Cheat Magician was wow. awful. It Okay, so... I feel like this takes a lot of explaining. This is a do, rant alert. Do you do you even know? Do you know what the like isekai is? Do you know what like Sword Art Online is? Yes. Okay. Let's so just move on. Okay, that's an isekai. Sword Art Online <laughs> spawned just so many like just so many more of like that genre. In yeah. like all of them are garbage. <laughs> They're just like some kid with like brown hair, like sixteen year old gets hit by a bus and he gets transported to like a random yeah, world. Oh yeah, well Yu Yu Hakusho is different. Yeah, like it's it's just the trope. Yeah, it's it's the trope, and it's like not even doing the trope well. Killed in a heroic act, transported to spirit world trope except Dumb. this one that you're transported to like a world with like vague rpg themes and stuff like that <laughs> and it's just so like after like you watch one you're like oh those are those are kind of like sal but then after you watch the rest of the 20 that exist then you're just like this oh is awful and terrible who thought this was a good idea well there you go yeah what's your favorite non-anime show uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, um, bro, that's anime. Yeah, yeah. Live action. Man, I. It's been so long since I've watched like a live action show. Um, I'm gonna go with the first two seasons of The Arrow. What the heck is that? Green Arrow. Oh, Green Arrow. Yeah, the okay. first two seasons, not the rest of them. It it went off hit, off the live action one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I never watched those, but yeah, you one don't. of my roommates did. You, you, it's not you're not missing out on much. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um. Oh wait, live action TV shows, Drake and Josh. Heck yes. I, I I couldn't get past like like I couldn't think of anything, but that is just so good. Yeah, Drake and Josh is quality, and it's such a like throwback too. They needed to do a a COVID nineteen reunion on Zoom of Drake and Josh. Boy, like that'd be so funny. I will say it's, the office is trash, and you can you can fight me on that. I don't like the office. Thank I, you. I didn't like it. Like I get it. It's cute. It's funny. You know, Pam and Jim, adorable. But I don't care. I think Parks and Rec is leagues better than the office. Yeah, but I I, don't know, I never 
uh, there it takes me to be in a special mood to say let me put on some parks and rec so my freshman year of college i watched all of parks and rec over spring break the whole show okay and my honest assessment was i thought the characters were better than the office but that was pretty much it like i guess the plot's funnier too because they're like outside and doing stuff but i just got so tired of all of them and and i haven't watched it since i haven't watched a single episode since that horrible week ron swanson carries that show he does. He honestly does. And if he weren't there, I, I guess April's kind of funny too. Yeah, she's she's got that Zoomer humor. <laughs> Where we should probably Keeps it fresh. Should probably get off of TV shows. Let's go back to Christian stuff. Yeah. Um. Man. Okay. What was one of the big questions? One of the one of the spicy pickle questions that I asked over the phone before we got on here. Uh, I think what I was oh. like. <laughs> I said, we talked about, I said, what are your dreams and what are your greatest fears? Uh, I don't want to do this. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so the gospel has transformed your life in a lot of ways because you're following Christ now. Obviously, you want to be a pastor, and that's kind of a big impact that the Christian faith has had on your life because you're kind of orienting your uh, career choices and I don't know you're like doing college so that you can pursue that because you feel like that's what God's called you to um, what if you don't want to be a pastor like how can you uh, how can you still like do Christian things if you don't want to be a pastor yeah um well i don't think that desire will ever go away from me but uh i think i don't know just but for like them yeah for them uh so just kind of following uh the gospel and like working well in any job and working to glorify god while also not shying away from stuff like that Mm -hmm. is um it's kind of like the best means to do so it's uh, a yeah. like workplace Christianity or whatever of you don't have to shy away from stuff, um, but like you don't need to be like going up to every single like desk mate and being like, have you heard of Jesus? And <laughs> like doing stuff like that where the focus is upon um, the the relationships that you have built with people and um like sharing it through those means as opposed to uh maybe sharing it as like you know just yelling at the office or like going into the office with a a megaphone and just uh, yelling repent of your sins believe in the gospel (laughs) yeah yeah it's like if you're gonna be like a college student be a christian college student and not like the other Zoomer college students. I don't know. I feel like one thing for young dudes around our age and uh, women as well, but particularly for guys, it's really easy to get like isolated and be kind of on your own. 
And I feel like what God has called us to as believers is not only like not only to work hard and stuff like that, but to involve yourself in like a Christian community and to serve because God calls men to work and that's not just in their vocation, like in their job, but it's also in other areas in life because it's like got to pick up responsibilities and stuff like that. So I would like compliment what you said with that is like, you know, just start doing work and helping people and, you know, someone asks, someone asks you to do something, don't say no, make yourself available and start building that reputation because, um, the temptation is to be isolated and that's just not good. It's not good to be cut off from the world all the time. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like situations getting the better of you and stuff, but I feel like the goal for um, believing guys particularly is to towards serving other people and stuff as well as, you know, sharing the gospel like you said yeah yeah it's almost seven mm-hmm. so uh i wanted to know if any of you guys had any questions for justin we'll do a couple minutes and then i'll have to we'll, we'll cut it off to, in order to uh facilitate the podcast situation and in order to do some like final announcements, but it'll it's it's chill. It's Justin's birthday. We're here having a good time. Yeah. So I just wanted to know if you guys had any questions. Happy birthday, Justin. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <clears throat> Did I do anything today? No. Well, so like I said, I have divorced parents, so I did do a celebration with uh, my mom. Uh, on Sunday, and uh, I'm going to have a bit of a celebration with my dad on this Saturday. Yeah. You guys going to Smoky Bones? Uh, I don't know where we're going yet. I haven't decided, but my dad keeps telling me to decide, and uh, we got to figure it out. When you start smoking poop, uh, ever since I came out the womb. Wow. Yeah. Smoking. I don't. Uh, I don't have a question, but uh, I think it's uh, a good thing to remember that we're here not only to serve God but also serve each other. What we said earlier, so yeah, I think that bears repeating. Totally. I'm going to brag on Justin because it's his birthday. He basically did all of the church's like podcast recording stuff and administrating. So like handling all the gear and recording and then also posting online and everything. And I showed him how to do it like once and he just started doing it every week. Didn't, didn't ask him at church or anything. So, uh, I don't know. Godly example right there. That's good stuff. Hey, dude. Epic gamer moment. Yeah, it's all changing now that you're, uh, you know, 
moving. Yeah. But well, so are you. You're That's moving true. before I. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> what about you, Sango Sauce? You got any Sango, questions? what you got? You came in here. I feel like you knew what was up. <laughs> I was busy. What's up? Forget uh, it. It's too late. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> already sown the seeds of mistrust. I'm trying to open up my window right now. It's not working. Pineapple and pizza is cool. I is that a I, question or did you have a question? I'm, I'm gonna treat it like a question. Do you think pineapple on pizza is cool? And say yes. I love pineapple on pizza. I used to like hate it, but I've never like actually tried it. It just like the combination sounded gross. But like pineapple and pepperoni on pizza actually is just like such a good combination of sweet and like savory. Honestly, you know what? You're not wrong, but it has to be a very small amount of pineapple. Or a large amount. <laughs> Just fruit salad pizza, dude. I'm gonna make uh, it. Uh, apparently that's like a Midwestern thing. Like, freaking like maraschino cherries on pizza. <laughs> so, I got so. something for your birthday. Okay. Okay, would you like some keyboard ASMR? Uh Oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. Okay, hold up. That sounds sexy. <laughs> Thank you for for that present. Blah, 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 blah. What kind of keyboard do I have? Yeah. I have a Durgod Hades 68 with Kale box jade switches. Oh. That's like three different forms of idolatry. What? <laughs> Classification like, equals idolatry. That's like three different false false gods. That's true. Kale box jades, Durgod, and then 68. <laughs> Very true. You need you need to repent of that keyboard. Dude. Yeah, let I'll me just, take it off your hands. <laughs> uh, uh, that was the end goal. Uh, what are jades? Tactile, clicky. Yeah, they're they're very tactile, clicky. F of yes, inverse of F to the yeah. Dude, <laughs> so I I say I say no. I think as opposed to the <laughs> inverse way. So is that function yes to the negative one, or is that? I don't even know how to say that. It's the inverse of f of yes. Okay. Power of neg one. Oh. You're kind of a neg one, Andrew. Oh my gosh! You watch Whoa. your filthy zoomer mouth. <clears throat> Just. You can't say that. How dare you! Honestly, you come on my show. <laughs> on this is Tuesday. my time. Yeah. This is horrible news. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to bed. It's one o'clock, one a.m. on this side of the globe. Thank you all, and hope to hear you again soon. Bye, low HP. Hope you Goodbye. can charge it up. Yeah, okay. In that case, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't know what I was expecting, but not that. Well.
well, that's a copyright <laughs> infringement. It's I fine. I was going to pull us off. Whatever. Okay, so, uh, Justin, dude, again, happy birthday. Thanks for uh, coming on here answering my questions, my nagging questions, as you call them. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you guys, to check out his Bible study on Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're still going through John. You're in John 18 this week, right? Yeah. We're at the trial before Ananias. The trial before Ananias. There you go. So that'll be Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Definitely want you guys there for that. Um, cool. Any last words, Justin? Uh, thanks for coming, and happy birthday to you all. <laughs> <laughs>